And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's the Ed and Bob Show. Hello, 2021. Good morning. Good morning. We've talked the whole night through. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. It's great to stay up late. Good morning. Good morning to you. When the band began to play, the stars were shining bright. Now the milkman's on his way. It's too late to say goodnight. So good morning. Good morning. Sunbeams will still smile through. Good morning. Good morning, good morning. Yes, it's the Ed and Bob Show. How are you doing, folks? It's 2021. So hello, 2021. It's the Ed and Bob Show, the first one for this year, uh, and it's going to be a good one. Wow, we got a lot to talk about in this half hour or so. If we can keep it under a half hour, it might be a trick, but nonetheless, we are here, and we're glad you're joining us. Uh, we got um, Mr. Brantley out there. How are you doing, sir? Hey, Bob. Thanks for asking, buddy. I'm doing okay. About the same. Not much has changed had a big Christmas, of course, and all the grandkids still got toys everywhere, trying to find places to put them. But, uh, you know, I got three little grandchildren now, little ones. Um, one is three years old. Let's see, one is, um, I'll mess up here, I promise. And, well, and two under one. But at any rate, uh, and got some older grandchildren, of course, like 50. <laughs> well, no, those are children. But anyway, it's, uh, it's been a good Christmas. Got to see everybody. And, and, and no one got sick, so that's a good thing. So they came to the house. No one got sick. We really enjoyed Christmas and, and even got the folks down in Alabama to come up to visit. So it was all good. All all good. New Year's Eve was wasted. Went to bed at nine o'clock or something, and you know it's just uh, uh, it's a boring time. It's a boring time, buddy. Well, yeah. Let's get into the coronavirus numbers like we always do. Let's start with um, uh, worldwide. There's been ninety three point three million cases. Fifty one and a half million people have recovered. There have been two million deaths. Uh, the United States, a total cases of two, let's see, 23 and a half million cases. Uh, there's been 389,000 people die of it. You remember when we used to think there'd be less than 100? 389,000 people in the U.S. have died of that. Now, I do believe you have to take that with a grain of salt because I believe doctors, I was told by a doctor, as a matter of fact, that if they can remotely say you died of coronavirus, they're saying that because they know it will be paid 100%, all their expenses, medical costs. So, you know, if you got hit by a bus and you had coronavirus, you died of the coronavirus. In the state of Tennessee, 658,000 cases. There's been 8,155 deaths. And in Knox County, where Ed and I live, 39,056 cases and 389 people have died of the coronavirus. Uh, let's see, let's go into a lot of things about this, like the Moderna vaccine, they say now may be effective for a year because I've heard that the Pfizer thing may be only effective for three to four months. Johnson Johnson has a one-shot vaccine that comes out March or so, and uh, it's used have it one time. And uh, the timeline on the vaccine... Um, you know, right now it's out there in Knox County where we live. They said they've already given out all the vaccines they've had. And yet you hear stories about, um, you know, if once they unfreeze a vaccine and they don't use them all, they have to destroy them. 
that they're useless. So that's kind of depressing. Surely to God, you can find enough people to give a vaccine to. But they've got it in phases. The first one is phase 1A1. That's frontline health care workers and dependent disabled adults. Um, then you have phase 1A2, which is outpatient health care workers with direct patient exposure, pharmacists and staff, uh, people that transport patients. Um, let's see, oral health providers, I guess that's dentists. Uh, funeral and mortuary workers with direct descendant contact. That's in phase 1A2. Then you have phase 1B, which is uh, K through 12, child care, and other first responders. So if you're a teacher, you would get one. Then you have phase 1C, which is 16 year olds or older with high risk conditions, uh, cancer treatment, cancer patients. People that are obese will get them in that. Uh, People with diabetes, uh, people with uh, immune compromised, like HIV and um, a history of uh, organ, bone, or uh, bone marrow transplants. People with dementia and liver disease. So your hep C, I guess, would come in there in phase 1C. Then you got phase 2A, social services. Commercial food production, corrections, and public transit staff. Phase 2B is transportation, public infrastructure, telecommunications, utility workers. Phase 3, individuals uh, in uh, congregate living facilities, grocery workers, and people working in corrections. You know, and it doesn't really get in here to age, but I would think that anybody... I think anybody over 75 is in the top thing right now. However, my mom, as I said, is 91. I'm having difficulty getting her a shot. And she's 91, folks. So you may be having the same kind of problem. Uh, We've got to, you know, we've got to take care of these people, get the vaccine rolling. I don't know. I mean, I'm here in Florida is vaccinating people very quickly and efficiently. I was told by a doctor the hospitals are not equipped to quickly vaccinate people, that it should be turned over to FEMA or the military and done in huge parking lot, lots, like stadium parking lots, where everybody stays in their car and they go around, because you have to be there 30 minutes. You have to get your information, set up the second shot if you're on the second shot routine, uh, and you have to make sure not that you have a reaction, and you're, it takes about 30 minutes. But it can be done in a parking lot in cars, and and the doctor told me, you know, going to hospital, uh, the health department, just not equipped to do this. You need the military or FEMA or some other way to do it, to do it quickly and efficiently. So there you go. Um, let's see. Let's move on here, Mr. Brantley. Uh, I know you have not had the vaccine, but what's your take on all this? Well, Bob, no, I have not had the vaccine. Uh, my wife has had the first dose. She gets her second dose next week, but evidently I'm not a priority in this in any way. I, I do think that they've changed things around and now people over 65 and I'm 74 years old, but I've, I kind of missed that 75 thing, but I'm not going to stand in line and I'm damn sure not going to sit in a parking lot somewhere and wait to get a shot. I'll just do fine without it. Wear my mask, sit at home. If I have to, I'll be fine, but it's, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. And I don't know how good it does, but you know, Knox County continues to do about the same thing. 
saying, you know, looking at how many people have died here uh, and and how many cases we've got, it's it it's not bad compared to the rest of the world. However, I don't understand why Knox County can't get any virus um, uh, medicine. You know, uh, I understand that we we have used all that we've got, and and but then I look at the news and they say only half of it's been shipped. So where is it? Who's getting Knox County's? Uh, vaccine. That's what I want to know. We got another company coming out. Johnson Johnson says they've got a vaccine too. <laughs> and uh, I, I guess everybody will. But uh, I, I think this two shot vaccine, which is one that my wife has, she's got her second shot coming up this next week. And I understand it's a doozy, but it's, um, you know, I don't know. I just, I think, you know, it, it, it it, it, there's no reason for us to sit in line unless you're, you know, I mean, some people are just panicking. I've seen some people just say, I've got to get the shot. I've got to get the shot. And and maybe they do have to get it. But now let's see. In, in my my world, my brother-in-law has coronavirus. Uh, I think my daughter has had it, but she's okay. Uh I think a lot of us have had it, but we thought it was something else back in the fall last year, you know. So um, I think that's probably, you know, we might have had it, but uh, I don't, I feel like we have anyway. But I'm still wearing the mask, still protecting myself and staying out of everybody's faces. Haven't been out to eat, eating a lot at home. Thank God I married a good cook. That's for sure. Impeachment, inauguration, mob storming the, the Capitol. Golly, bump. It's a crazy time, Ed, that's for sure. Democrats have the president, the House, and now the Senate. Uh, and listen, I got a bunch of little bullet points here. Was the election filled with illegal votes? I don't think there's any question about that. And I don't think as long as the Democrats know they won or have won that they really want to uh, look at whether or not it was a fair election. Here's the way I look at it. I don't care. Listen, whoever won has won. That's fine with me. But always ensure that the election was fair and honest, regardless of who wins. Because one of the great things about the United States is every country in the world thinks we always have fair elections. Well, now I don't think that exists anymore, that believe, people believe that. And if we don't have that, then we've lost something terrible. Um, so let's make sure we always have fair elections. And whoever wins is whoever has won. And move on. Fine with me. I don't care who won, as long as it's fair. Let the majority rule. That's the republic we live in. Uh, let's see. Did President Trump incite a mob in Washington, D.C.? Yeah, you know, I, I guess I look at it as... Um, it's kind of we always we've changed the words. What about all this stuff that uh, uh, Black Lives Matters and uh, uh, Antifa uh, did, and, and Maxine Waters? Remember when she told people that if you see a Republican out uh, having dinner, that you should get in their face? And what is that about? Isn't that inciting things as well? Do you remember all the cities that were burned and the cars that were turned over and the people that were attacked? And was that inciting a mob? So um, President Trump did about exactly what those other groups did and Maxine Waters did. The thing is, he's the president of the United States, and he should be above that. 
That's my, I mean, president should be above all that. That's why we elect a president. That's why it's held in such high esteem. So I have a problem with the way he handled it. And uh, the president has to, he can be strong. I mean, I, I love the way Trump was strong against other countries, China and others, and stood up to him. Because uh, I think Biden is going to be a very weak president uh, if he makes it through the four years. Uh, I don't think he's going to stand up to any other countries. If anything, it looks like um, with some of these other countries, he's been in tight with them. So it concerns me. Uh, should Trump be impeached? He is impeached. He was impeached. Will he be convicted? I don't know. I think you know the Democrats are pouncing on any opportunity to embarrass Trump, and he brings it on himself, no doubt about that. Can he be convicted by two-thirds of the Senate? which would mean 17 Republicans crossing over to vote to convict. I think it's highly unlikely. It's, uh, I think every president's been impeached. Uh, it always, always went down party lines, pretty much. And I, I would think it would be the same thing. Now, somebody said it only needs a majority to tell him he can't ever run for president. I don't know if he'll run for president again anyway, and I don't think he can gather uh, the people together. I could see him possibly running for um uh, governor of New York or something like that, and, and possibly winning. Now, where does this leave Pence? You know, that really is an interesting thought. Um, he's he's tried to walk the tightrope between Trump and being a, a, a true Republican. Uh, he's going to the inauguration. Trump is not, um, which is not unusual, by the way. Trump, uh, if you listen, go back to when Trump was inaugurated. Do you remember all the Democrats said they were boycotting it? There was burning of cars in the street of Washington, D.C., and news reporters glazed over that. Now, go back, Google all that stuff, and you'll see what I'm talking about. So don't act like what's going on now is anything different than four years ago with Democrats saying, not my president, and things like that. Um, Biden says no more building on the wall. I don't... I don't think that's a smart move, to be honest with you. We need borders. You know, since they've been since Trump has been building that border for the last four years, that Mexican heroin has dropped dramatically coming into the US. It has so much that now heroin has dropped down as being uh readily available to where people are we're back to meth being made in people's trailers and barns and things like that as the number one drug of choice. So this Mexican heroin really started disappearing when he started building that wall. Like it or not, that's the truth. Uh, will Biden start having problems within his own party? Well, I think he already has. Uh, some of the people don't like the people he said he's going to put in his cabinet. And you got your Bernie Sanders and your AOC and all that stuff. They're not going to like some of the stuff he does. It'll be interesting to see how all that plays out. And I do think he's a one-termer. Um, either he bails out because of maybe it may be uh, health or whatever, but I think he's a one-termer. And I do think Harris will, uh, he may have some troubles with Harris, Vice President Harris. Um, they're going to bump heads because she's going to want to have a whole lot more influence than uh, possibly any other vice president has ever had. Who will Biden face in four years? It'll be a slew of people trying for it. I know Nikki Haley will be one. Um, I mean, you're going to see some people now they are saying, you know, there's a lot of Republicans now that are coming out of the woodwork saying, oh, you know, uh, yeah, I was there helping him, supporting him, whatever. But now I'm not really uh, 
part of that whole Trump thing. It's amazing how people start bailing out you in that politics. They're jumping ship. Um, did Trump do more in four years than any other president did in eight? I kind of think it's almost true. Prior to the COVID hitting the U.S., poverty rate dropped to the lowest level in the United States since 1959. That's since 1959. <clears throat> in fact, uh, 2018, Trump did more to lift up the poor people than any predecessor, including Linda Johnson, who had the war on poverty. The unemployment rate for those without a high school diploma before the pandemic was the lowest level in recorded history ever. Hispanic and African-American unemployment were record lows during the Trump administration. Wages, which were stagnant for a decade, shot up under Trump, especially the blue-collar workers. These people benefited greatly by Trump's low tax and deregulation policies. Now, pandemic wiped a lot of that out, but you cannot deny uh, during the Trump administration so many things that went right. All right, Ed, your turn. You're up. What about the state affairs of the U.S.? Well, Bob, there's lots to cover here. Let's see. Where are you going to start? Uh, impeachment? Well, the impeachment is, is impeachment's one thing. Conviction is the other thing. So President, you know, Trump's already been impeached once. That's no big deal. It's just like a slap on the wrist. However, if he's convicted, then that's a much different thing. And they're going to have a trial in the Senate. So if, and also I think if you've been impeached twice, you can't run again, maybe. I've heard that, so I don't know. But Democrats will have the president, the House, and the Senate, so we should have a lot of great things happening in America in the next four years. Right? Okay. Were there illegal votes in the election? Sure. There always is in every election. But it, 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 you know, what are you going to do? I think a lot of the problems that Trump is having right now is his own fault. For instance, the mobs that stormed the Capitol. There is no doubt in my mind after watching him do that thing on TV and talking to that mob that that's not the re- that's the reason they went. That's it right there. I mean, he encouraged them to. He said, you're going to have to be strong. You're going to have to fight. Well, there you go. And now they say that each of the state capitals are going to be bombarded by these people. Where is this coming from? I've never seen anything like it in my life. That was the most disappointing, heartbreaking thing I've ever seen. I thought, oh, my God. It it reminded me of back when the, the trade towers were bombed. You know, that sinking feeling you had in you. But seeing those people climb the the Capitol steps and up the walls and running through the halls just absolutely tore my heart. I couldn't believe it. And then there's that asshole. Oh, sorry. There's that guy with a rebel flag. Boy, that put a lot for the Southerners right there, didn't it? But anyway, so where does this go? I don't know. Uh, it, It may be different than other mobs that have done things, but he's the president of the United States. He has to act differently. And and uh, so, but where's all this leave the vice president? <laughs> he's between a rock and a hard place, I guess. He's going to go to the inauguration, and he probably should. Trump's not going to go, and he should not. He should not go because that'd just be uh, more problems there. And, you know, on this vaccine thing, I was going back and reading through my notes, and I see where, you know, Knox County Health Department has only received less than 10,000 doses. 
and and they've only administered 4,000. So it, they've got 5,915 yet to go. And they say they don't have any more slots open. We need some volunteers to go down there and give some shots. I mean, that's incredible. This is the most unbelievable mismanaged thing I've ever seen in my entire life. But it's and, and the guy who's in charge of it for the nation has resigned now. Of course he has. And it's it's just mismanaged. But now you can see a lot of people in the hospital on TV, but you don't see and you see a lot of people in line waiting to get a shot, but you don't see any people getting shots. That's what gets me. I don't understand that. So it's very, very scary, that's for sure. Uh, Biden said he's not going to do one more foot on the on the wall in Mexico or the border wall, and that's fine. I mean, it, you know, it, is that really a big problem for us? I don't know. I don't think so. It, it, I haven't had any problem. I have a lot of Spanish people that work for me, and they have they're you know they're nice people, and it's okay to look. F- to try to better yourself to me, but I don't want our, our country taken over. Uh, but Biden's, you know, he's, I don't think he's going to be in office. I keep hearing people tell me that he's going to resign or he's going to be sick or he's going to get something and, and Harris is going to be the next president. Now, that would certainly be interesting, wouldn't it? But uh, we'll see. It's, it's, it's going to be fun, isn't it? Will Trump run again? No. I don't think Trump will run again, and I don't know which Republican will run. I do think Haley Barber is going to run. No, not Haley Barber. What's her name? The the girl the, uh, from South Carolina who was uh, doggone it. She was the um, a representative at the United Nations. But uh, oh, Haley, that's her name, I guess. But anyway, she's she's going to run. She's already started. But a lot of Republicans are jumping ship. They're not really jumping ship. I think they're just saying what's in their heart. And if you ask me, I think Trump was wrong in what he did. That's how I can't believe we let them mob that Capitol. Just can't believe it. It just breaks my heart. But uh, I say Trump did do a lot for the country. He did a lot in those four years. He did build the, the southern border wall. I don't know if it's done any good. I haven't seen any statistics on that, but he's built it, most of it anyway. He certainly got the economy going well. Stock market's done great. A lot of people gotten rich. A lot of people who were poor gotten a little bit better off. But again, you know, you can say this is what he's done and it's been good. The bad part is he opens his mouth and that's bad. You know, you just can't. You're the president of the United States. You can't go around talking like that. But he does, and that's what's happened. That's why he's not going to go again. It's his own fault, in my view, and I really think that. I mean it in the nicest possible way, but you can't. And I still see the Trump flags up everywhere. Some people won't give it up. I See, I know somebody who took all their money out of stocks, and and uh, out of banks, took their money out of banks, and they put it in a lockbox and kept it in their house. Now, that, to me, is a little bit extreme, but it may happen. I don't know. Yeah, I think we'll find out right after the, the inauguration of Biden whether it's going to be good for the stock market or bad for the stock market or whatever. I think a lot of it depends on what happens with the riots and if people really do riot at the uh, inauguration. But I'm going to stay out of it, I'll tell you that. I don't want any more of that. Uh, I think our wages are stagnant. 
people are, are still hurting. The unemployment insurance is as high as it's ever been. Now, there's a lot of good things, but there's a lot of bad things. People don't have jobs, and, uh, and this coronavirus has really hurt that. So, you know, I think about four folks with uh, restaurants and bars. Uh, I asked my wife, I said, you want to go out and eat tonight? Maybe Chili's. I'd like to have a hamburger. She said, I ain't going anywhere. I'll cook at home. I'm not getting exposed to it. So I think a lot of people might be thinking that way. And then you you have these other people who think just the opposite. My brother-in-law, who doesn't wear a mask, he hasn't worn a mask. Now he's he's home with coronavirus. He's in quarantine in Florida. But he would he would post on Facebook and everything, sitting at bars and all of this, all of his good buddies, and look what's happened. So if you wear a mask, you got a good chance of not getting it. If you don't wear a mask, you got a really good chance of getting it. So that's my point on that. And I'll, I'll move on now, okay? I think we got to get to some sports here, too, but I just wanted to get that off my chest and get it out there, and uh, I hope it goes well. So, Okay. Democrats have the president, the House and Senate. What about UT Sports, Bob? Surely it's in good shape. Well, UT Sports, it's always something. You know, it's, when was the last time everything just went perfect? You know, you look at, um, like, Alabama's a great example. How long have they been winning championships now? And how long has Tennessee been sucking and you see other programs that have had downfalls and they hire a coach and everything gets better. How many coaches we hired where it doesn't get any better? I mean, at some point, that's got to be the people that hired them. And I don't think it's changing or getting any better. So UT football now is under investigation. And it's almost embarrassing. You're almost like you're under investigation for doing terrible I mean, it's really, and you got to wonder, a lot of people saying that they are delaying firing Pruitt till after the investigation so they can possibly lower what they owe him. Really? I mean, that's your strategy? <laughs> and some people are saying Fulmer's going to be fired. Uh, so should we clean house again? I don't know. I mean, um, I think they're going to have trouble filling that stadium for a while. Uh, it's It's not been good. Now, UT basketball, on the other hand, you know, Texas fired Rick Barnes and Mac Brown. Mac Brown's gone on to North Carolina and done an incredible job with their football program, which it was a basketball school. Now, Rick Barnes has come to a football school and now made it a basketball school. Is that true? I mean, we're top in the SEC. We're top 10 in the NCAA. The uh, Rick Barnes era is turning out really great. And what a and great individual. You know, it just everything comes out of Rick Barnes' mouth is just impressive. He's just one hell of a guy. I mean, he's the kind of guy that eventually you would like to see be the athletic director. Uh, I think he would do a hell of a job. I saw the other day Lady Vol basketball team kneel during the national anthem. I'm sorry, but this... I don't mind you protesting and stand up for whatever you believe in, but but you can't do that during the national anthem as far as I'm concerned. You can't. I I just, that's not the time to do it. The national anthem stands for so much more. To disrespect that in my book is wrong. And that's why I haven't watched the NFL in, what, three or four years? I haven't watched the NFL game in three or four years. And I will not. 
And the same thing goes for the NBA. I used to watch both those. I don't watch them anymore. And I know a lot of other people the same way. So Lady Vols kneeling is, to me, very disappointing. I respect their right to protest, but don't do it during the national anthem. That's um, it's a bottom line for me. I've been, I guess because I'm older and I've seen the flag get beat up so much, the one thing we almost the, the almost the only thing we really have is respect for the American flag and the national anthem. Did you know that the United States of America does more standing and singing of their national anthem and saluting their flag than any other country in the world? Did you stop and think about that? Other countries don't have where we play the national anthem before every single game we have. I mean, you have it before Little League games. You don't have that in other countries. We do more saluting and singing of the national anthem and, and saluting the flag than any other country in the world. Don't touch that. In my book, you'll lose my support in a heartbeat. All right, Ed, what, what's your thoughts on uh, UT sports, football, and all that in general? Well, if the question is, what do I think about the status of UT football? I don't think UT football matters in the world of football anymore. We are an irrelevant team. It doesn't really, you know, we're, we're not going to be the head win the SEC. We're probably, we're not going to be the last, but we're not going to be first anymore. We're not going to be at the top. And those glory years that we had are gone. Will they come back? I don't think so. Not under Pruitt. They're not going to come back. We've got players leaving, going to other schools like crazy, left and right. And the university system is just going down, down, down. So I don't know what they're going to do with that stadium. Because when you've got a stadium that holds that many people, you've got to do something besides sell beer. And uh, it's, <laughs> I just don't see anything happening right there. Uh, it's, it's pitiful. It's, it kind of reminds me of what's going on in Washington. It's sad. It's really sad. I'm not saying Pruitt's a bad guy. I just don't think he's a good college football coach, or at least not at the University of Tennessee. And, and uh, I think we owe him too much money. Again, that's Fulmer's fault. Yes, Coach Fulmer, you did that. You promised him millions of dollars, and at the start of the year, you gave him a $200,000 bonus. For what? For sucking? Well, I think both of them could be fired, and we could start all fresh again, because I think Phillip has done a great job at UT over the years, but he's not doing a good job now. And we need a new start. We need a new administration. We need, you know, we need a new help there. UT basketball, one of the tops in the SEC, top 10, the NCAA, and they're doing a great job. And and I think that, you know, it, I think it would be interesting if we get to play uh, Texas in one of the big games at the end of the year. And, you know, that's a school that fired our UT basketball coach, so we'll see what happens there. But I do think that as far as UT sports goes, I'm going to switch to baseball. All their games are going to be played. They're all played outside, and that's a wonderful thing. So, Bob, do you still have the porch down there? Can we go to the porch and watch the baseball games? I don't think the Lady Vols have it together yet. I think that's – I saw where they kneeled and knelt during the national anthem, and I thought, what are you doing? I mean, it just uh, – why? What, what's the purpose there? I couldn't believe that they did that. Is it just to show that black lives matter? They didn't say that. They just all knelt. I don't understand. So what's the point? They didn't have a press conference. They didn't say anything why they did. It wasn't brought out. It wasn't publicized. They just all knelt. 
So why didn't they just all hold hands? So show a little unity there. I think that that's not good. I think they lost supporters by the way they did that. And, you know, I think that's the coach's fault, too. So, and UT football is under investigation, of course. And it always is for something like this, probably recruiting. But I understand that they, they have gone through their internal investigation and did not find anything bad. So that's probably good. So, Bob, let's look at some other news. You want to? Yeah, let's look at some other stuff, Ed. I do want to uh, answer one of your questions. Yeah, we still have the porch at the baseball games, and I, I, I don't know they've even got a schedule yet for baseball, and it's supposed to start in February, but uh, I'm looking forward to having a porch out there like you were talking about out in the – uh, you know, out in the open, and we can watch a little baseball. Be fine with me. I understand the baseball balls will be really good too. Other news: the stimulus check is it six hundred? Is it two thousand? What is it? If Biden tries to make it two thousand, will his party allow that without adding on a, a you know five hundred other things that you got to do? Like that, uh, what was it? Gender study for people in Pakistan? Ah, give me a break. So Charles Barkley said that all NFL and NBA players should get the COVID-19 vaccine before anybody else because they pay more taxes. Whoa. Okay, I'm not going to say anything else about that. North Korea showcased what they call the world's most powerful weapon. Don't they also have the largest army in the world? Of course, everybody in the whole country is in the army. Uh, you know, at some point, when, do, when does the rest of the world get rid of nuts like him. Uh, I mean, he his country's starving. He treats his people like crap. He spends all their money on weapons, and he, he acts like a little kid bringing his toys out. Seemed like the rest of the world would stand up and say, that's enough, kid. You know, we're going to put you over our knee and spank you and send you along your way. I mean, just just insane. Uh, Microsoft founder Bill Gates is now the biggest owner of farmland in the United States. They have 242,000 acres of farmland. I have no clue what they're going to grow, uh, but um, there you go. Uh, coronavirus, guess what? There's a new study says it took it's going to take a year off your life. I got news for you. It already took a year off my life last year. Indonesian passenger jet crashed with 62 people on board uh, last Saturday. You know, think it out loud because we almost got cars. Cars are a lot safer than they were 50 years ago. And we've all, and, and I've I've talked to people that are engineers with car companies that say they really got cash uh, crash proof cars where they'll monitor all cars around them and uh, can avoid a crash. How far away are we? And in some time, and not in our lifetime maybe, but sometime eventually, there will be crash-proof commercial airliners. I really do believe that. You know, over here at the McGee-Tyson Airport, Cirrus planes, they're sold at the Knoxville Airport. That's where they uh, distribute them, I guess. They have a built-in parachute, so if you lose power or whatever, you throw the parachute out and it lowers the plane to the ground. There's got to be a way eventually to have crash-proof commercial airliners. And I do believe that. It may sound nuts, but I'm telling you, in this day and time, I think you'll eventually have – well, not this day and time. Eventually, I think we'll have it. So 
Let's look at some other news on your uh, watch there, Ed. What do you got, brother? Well, Bob, right now the stimulus check, checks are scheduled to be $600, and I, I think they've been sending them out. I don't get one, but I think they've been sending them out. Biden is supposed to change it to $2,000, and that will certainly make a big help, that's for sure. The, uh, I think doing that and getting this uh, vaccine out would be the best thing that we could ever do. The vaccine is just a backed up and backed up. So uh, that's some of the things in the news. North Korea, North Korea showcased what it calls the world's most powerful. Was that a rocket? Yeah, it was. But it's, it's. Uh, um, I'd say they probably have them. That's all they do is work on those things over there. Well, we're trying to keep people off the Capitol steps, I guess. And the sports world is upside down. Charles Barkley says the NBA and the NFL players should be vaccinated first because they pay more. <laughs> you know, when it gets when it gets around to it, there ought to be a black market on this stuff. So uh, I'm sure there is somewhere. So uh, I tell you what, Bob, what's your resolutions for 2021? Whoa, what are my resolutions for 2021? Good question. You know, Ed. Um, I guess if I had to look at what I would, you know, and resolutions kind of crazy anyway. You, you, I don't know if many people follow through with them, but I, what I want to do is be healthy, take better care of myself, be in better shape. <clears throat> I want to learn something in twenty twenty one, learn something new. I think if I think something that can help keep you alive longer is if you're constantly learning, and you got your brain thinking and trying to learn something. Is there and and anybody listening to this? Is there something out there that you always wanted to do, but you thought you couldn't learn it? I don't care if it's learning to play the guitar, like I'm doing. I'm trying to learn to play the guitar better and better. Or it may be any instrument, or it could be um, learning a skill. Um, it, whatever it may be. I think if you will try to learn something new, especially if it's something you don't think you can learn, you'll surprise yourself and you'll you'll make yourself live longer and enjoy life better. And the other thing, I think you need to read more, although I'm terrible at this. I really would like to maybe take a couple hours a week and read. Again, though, I've been awful at that because there's so much other things I'm trying to do. So what about you, Ed? What's your resolutions? Well, thanks for asking. My resolution for 2021, well, I think I I just want to be able to make it through without getting coronavirus. I've done okay so far, and I hope I don't knock on wood and hope the churches get back open again so I don't have to watch these preachers online. And, And it's hard to sing songs with everybody when you're watching on television. And, and I hope that gets open and get things going and hope people can go on vacation, hope the world gets a little bit better. I think that's one of the things that would make us all feel good. Just don't panic, folks. Don't panic. It's, I, if, if there's anybody going to panic, it'll be me, and I'll let you know when I do it, okay? You know, back during the last stock market crash, I didn't panic. I kept saying, oh, it's going to get better. It's going to get better. Well, it kept getting worse and worse and worse. I can't afford for it to get worse this time, so I'll let you know if I panic. But right now, we're going to hold the course and keep a smile on our face and pray hard that everything's going to be all right, put our trust in the Lord, 
Thank you, Bob. I hope you have a good week. I can't wait to talk to you again. Bye-bye, buddy. Look forward to talking to you as well, Ed. Always fun, and I really appreciate everything you had to say for this version of the Ed and Bob Show as we say hello to 2021. You know, you can contact us by writing to us, edandbob at yahoo.com. Also, follow us on Twitter, if you don't mind. Uh, Ed is at Ed Brantley. I'm at Bob Thomas Knox. Also, you can follow us at Ed and Bob Knox on Twitter. We're also on Facebook. Go just search for Ed and Bob. We're on Facebook. We'd love to hear from you. If you have a comment or question or complaint or you want to yell at us or uh, anything like that, we'd love to hear from you. Also, we're on uh, Instagram too uh, at Ed and Bob Knox, and I'm on there with uh, at Bob Thomas Knox. Um, we move on as we go into 2021, we got a lot of new things coming our way. So make it a great year for you. Take care of those around you. Take care of yourself. Uh, take care of those that are elderly, those that are shut in, those that are trying to avoid getting ill with the coronavirus or the flu or anything, but don't leave them alone. Uh, if you will contact them, call them, email me, email them, text them. Go by and see them, keep your mask on. Maybe it's just on their front porch, deliver them food. But uh, don't forget them because a lot of people there uh, shut in by themselves are, are very, very lonely and they would love to hear from you. We appreciate you listening to the Ed and Bob Show. Uh, we'll try to come back in about another week with another episode. Uh, take care of each other. Stay healthy. Stay safe. Keep your mask on. And we'll talk to you soon. Here's Dino. Like the fellas said, tell me.